Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Me and Paranormal You with your host, Ryan Singer. It's more fun to believe. Third, Third ear, ear bonus. bonus. Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. That was out of order. Uh, but what is the order of our day anyway? This is Ryan Singer. Thank you for listening to another third ear bonus today. I want to talk about the pineal gland, uh, which is a fascinating, fascinating gland uh, located uh, deep in the middle of the brain, the human brain. Uh, I guess I'm not really sure if other animals have the pineal gland or not. I did not do that research. Uh, Let's give a brief overview of the pineal gland, and then we will uh, get to why, in fact, I'm talking about part of the human body uh, on this program. The pineal gland, also known as the pineal body, conarium or epiphysis cerebri, is a small endocrine gland in the vertebrate brain. It produces melatonin, which is a serotonin-derived hormone, uh, which affects the modulation of sleep patterns in both seasonal and, and circadian rhythms. Its shape resembles a tiny pine cone, uh, hence that's where it gets its name, and it is located in the epithalamus, near the center of the brain, between the two hemispheres. It is tucked in a groove where the two halves of the thalamus join. Uh, So here is the answer to the question I was just asking. Nearly all vertebrate species possess a pineal gland. The most important exception is the hagfish, which is often thought of as the most primitive extant vertebrate. Now, we don't really need to get into uh, the hagfish or the other vertebrates uh, or vertebrates or whatever you want to call them. now, I guess the alligator also lacks a pineal gland. Uh, just they've been lost over the course of evolution, which, uh, I don't know, may or may not be interesting to you. Now, why is the pineal gland important here? Well, it does uh, it does dictate... Well, before we get into that, um, I did state it is a small endocrine gland. Okay, so... Um, just a brief review of what an endocrine gland is, if you're like me uh, and don't remember everything you learned in school. Uh, simply put, uh, endocrinology is the study of the endocrine glands. Uh, you've probably heard of an endocrinologist uh, at some point. Endocrine glands are a group of glands in the body which secrete hormones. The purpose of the secreted hormones is to evoke a specific response in other cells of the body which are located far away, which is interesting because if you think um, trying to elicit a specific response in parts of the body which are located far away, remember that sentence. One more time, uh, 
The purpose of the secreted hormones is to evoke a specific response in other cells of the body which are located far away. Okay, so um, let's see here. Do we need to talk about endocrine surgery? I don't think we really do. Let's. I'm, I'm going to give you some examples of some endocrine glands and their hormones outside of the pineal gland. So the thyroid gland, which I'm pretty sure you're probably aware of, is almost, I've, I've heard it described to me in the past as almost like a regulator of the body's hormones. Um, it is located in the front of the neck, secretes thyroid hormone. And the purpose of the thyroid hormone is to regulate the body's overall metabolism. Metabolism? So when you think about your metabolism being high or low, you can thank your thyroid or curse your thyroid, I suppose, if you're not uh, really thrilled with it. Um, some people have hypothyroid, and uh, which is a condition. Um, it's like an overactive, and some people have an underactive thyroid. Um, it can be very impactful uh, uh, in, in not such a great way in someone's life when they suffer from a thyroid condition. I've seen it firsthand, and you know it can really it really affect one's everyday life. There's the parathyroid glands. These are uh, four parathyroid glands located behind the thyroid, secretes parathyroid hormone. Uh, the purpose of these is they have absolute control over calcium levels throughout the body. Then there's, this is interesting, there's adrenal glands are also endocrine glands. There are two adrenal glands located on the top of each kidney. Inner part secretes adrenaline. Outer part secretes aldosterone and cortisol. Now the purpose of this is to maintain, maintain salt levels in the blood, maintain blood pressure, help control kidney function, and it also controls overall fluid concentrations in the body. So you're, I'm not sure if you're getting this or not, but the, the idea here is that endocrine glands are vitally important um, to, a, to the human life and, in fact, to a quality of human life. But they also speak to me in kind of a way that is, um, it's... It's a little more, I don't want to say mystical, I mean, but I will say mystical, but it's almost like these invisible forces, right? Like when I think of hormones, I think of these, these, these motivations, desires, um, excitements, you know. Sometimes it feels like you got jazz music in, in your veins. At least I do. That could be adrenaline. Um, one more endocrine gland is the pituitary gland. Um, this is located at the base of the brain, secretes thyroid-stimulating hormone, uh, follicle-stimulating hormone, um, and others. Um, now, the purpose of the pituitary gland is to control the activity of many other endocrine glands. Okay, so you know how you play a video game and you have all these little bosses you have to get through at the end, at the end of each level? And then uh, there's the main boss at the end of the game. Think of the pituitary gland as probably, you know, essentially like the main boss. Now, the pineal gland is, like I said, an endocrine gland, and why is it important? Well, controlling, controlling, you know, circadian rhythms and, you know, also having a, that's like your sleep. Now, sleep is very important. Like when you sleep, what is your sleep pattern? And also controls, you know, like it also is very effective or it has an effect on triggering puberty, I get or sexual maturation. Now, what? Wh why are we talking about this? 
Well, many people consider the pineal gland to be the third eye. You probably already knew that. Uh, you were probably waiting for me to get to it. Now, the third eye, it's been depicted in all kinds of uh, artwork and sculptures. Uh, many people would say the eye on top of the pyramid is representative of the third eye. Um, there is representations of it in Catholic artwork. There's representations everywhere. Anytime you see like a little pine cone, in artwork that is mystical or religious-based, uh, chances are that is referencing this third eye, which is the pineal gland. Now, some people would say this is wishful thinking and not based on fact, that the third eye is, in fact, something that is real and can be accessed. Now, why is it important to know that this, in fact, is something that many people have believed and for quite a long time. Um, well, certain websites you go to on the Internet will give you proof, uh, as they say, that the pineal gland is literally a third eye. Um, now, there's one website called spiritsscienceandmetaphysics.com. And as you can imagine, that website is right in my wheelhouse. Okay, so let's read some, uh, just a couple, a couple little quotes from there. Um, now, this is from Science News. Now, the website here is is quoting Science News, stating the following: The retina and the pineal gland are the organs primarily responsible for the body's recognition and sophisticated processing of external light. Until recently, these two organs in mammals seem to have little else in common and were consequently studied by separate groups of scientists. But a new alliance of researchers is now exploring striking similarities that are speeding research efforts in both fields. Their findings suggest that the pineal gland was the evolutionary precursor to the modern eye. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool was not, is not a quote. Back to the quote. While it turned out that the retinal rhythm is independent of the pineal gland, once the groups of scientists began working together, they discovered surprising similarities between the two organs, including the presence of photoreceptors. Which is interesting to think that there would be photoreceptors inside of a gland that's in the middle of your brain. Therefore, you know, not necessarily where you think your eyeball is to process images and light. Um... Uh, this article goes on to say, furthermore, a study published in Experimental Eye Research revealed that, quote, although the mammalian pineal gland is considered to be only indirectly photosensitive, the presence of proteins in the pineal gland, which are morally involved in phototransduction, which is light sensing, in the retina, raises the possibility that direct photic events may occur in the mammalian pineal gland. Okay, so here we are having some correlations between the eyes and the pineal gland, uh, or the retina, as they were saying. Um, now, it's interesting because many people will tell you that, you know, the third eye, the pineal gland, is also a chakra. Now, how do you access your th third eye? You probably hear a lot of people talking about, oh, you know, you got to open your third eye, man. You got to, you got to check your third eye out. It's, 
um, there are ways to decalcify your pineal gland, uh, demercurize. I don't even know if that's a word, but the, apparently there are a list of things that are really bad for your pineal gland. And one of them would be fluoride. You probably hear a lot of conspiracy theorists talking about how they don't want fluoride. Now, this is probably one of the main reasons. Now, I'm not sure if all of them are aware of this, but many people would say that when you have a fully healthy pineal gland, your third eye is open, you are able to... Uh, you have like a higher, it's almost like you're, you're, you have a higher consciousness at this point. You're more connected. Um, I'm not saying you're connected to another plane of existence uh, and the entities there. And some would even say that you can control other people's thoughts and actions. Now that's some pretty heavy stuff. Now why is DMT so illegal well dmt allegedly uh dimethyltryptamine uh, trace amounts of which are found in the human body and also in plants some plants now it is theorized that it is created in the pineal gland uh, and small amounts are released at birth death and during sleep so why would it be illegal? Some people would tell you, man, they don't want you. They, man, they don't want you having DMT because then you'll know the truth. You know that they're trying to control us and that we're all trying to be turned into sheep. They're trying to turn us all into sheep. Now, I'm not saying that that's not true. But I also would like to believe that not everything is a conspiracy theory tainted with the darkness of deceit you know not many conspiracy theories uh with a positive with a positive tinge angle or shade to them if you've ever noticed but here are some things you want to avoid if you want to blast open your third eye uh mercury now this is a, a you've you've probably you're probably well aware that mercury isn't so great for you. Uh, you've probably known that ever since you were told not to mess with thermometers as a kid if you're uh, somewhere close to my age because uh, it is a poison and it is very bad for the pineal gland. Now, um, so just don't get into your body. So if you have mercury tooth fillings, uh, which I'm not sure anybody has those anymore, um, it is recommended that you have them removed. Now, this is where you start getting into some tricky stuff and people have really strong emotions about it. Um, but I'm just letting you know this is some information. I'm not telling you one way or another what to do with your life. Uh, but you should know that all medical vaccines are also mercury-tainted. Uh, I think it's uh, pronounced thimerosal, which is a vaccine preservative, is methylmercury, and is very difficult to get out of the brain once it's in there. Um, so, you know, it would also be... Uh, Suggested that you avoid eating fish and bottom feeders such as shrimps and prawns. Tuna and dolphin meat are particularly bad for mercury. I don't know many people who eat dolphin meat, um, at least in the United States. Um, 
but apparently the bigger the fish, uh, the higher concentration of mercury it's going to have in its body tissue. So just remember that. So don't don't go eating uh, whales and don't go chasing waterfalls. So eco light bulbs, you want to kind of stay away from those that have mercury in them. Um, if they get smashed, you don't want to inhale that stuff if they get smashed the vapor. Now you want to stay away from fluoride, fluoride in toothpaste and tap water. I myself use that fluoride-free toothpaste because uh, I'm kind of a hippie. I don't wash my, I don't use shampoo or conditioner. Uh, I don't use fluoride. I try to have aluminum-free deodorant. Um, I'm still uh, deciding on whether or not I'm going to try one of those crystals for deodorant where you just kind of rub a rock on your armpit. Um, I haven't gotten there yet. have not achieved that level of hippie status quite yet, but, you know, something to look forward to. Um, but fluoride apparently uh, really bad for the, pineal gland. Uh, it is suggested that you avoid it at all costs. In fact, it, most places where you read about this stuff, it'll say just avoid it at all costs. It calcifies the tissue and basically shuts the gland down. And you can see photos of this online where you can see the calcified pineal glands and they don't look great. Now, I'm not saying, you know, most people would uh, reference, uh, you know, the Russian and Nazi uh, prisoner camps uh, or the Nazi, uh, you know, that Nazi Germany put uh, fluoride in the water to make the the prisoners uh, and the Jewish Jewish people in the camps uh, more docile and more just kind of obedient. Now, yeah, I guess you can't. Uh, I guess the theory is you can't you can't really have a spiritual awakening if if your third eye gets gets calcified over. You want to uh, you want to try to eat organic foods. Um, because you want to avoid pesticides, which are pineal toxins. Um, you want to avoid alcohol and smoking. Not so easy for a lot of us. Uh, you want to work on some heart healing, uh, which raises the overall vibration of the being and allows you to heal faster or allows your pineal gland to heal faster, allegedly. Um, it is said here it is a useful advantage for when we start seeing other dimensions. Sounds pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool to me. You want to avoid other toxins, kind of a general suggestion. Uh, if something is toxic, do not put it in your body, is what they say. I think that is goes without saying. Um, even if you're not trying to blast open your third eye, I think if you just want to feel good on a general, uh, in a general way, on a daily basis, maybe avoid toxins. Uh, and uh, raw chocolate is actually, raw cacao is... Uh, uh, pineal gland stimulant detoxifier in high doses because of the high antioxidant content. So what that basically tells me is if you don't really like chocolate, because I I'm not I don't particularly I don't particularly care for it. Uh, antioxidants are good, so find some of those and just load up. But I think we all know that by now that uh, antioxidants are, are 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 pretty are pretty cool. Um, but even if you don't believe in the third eye as being a way to see other dimensions. The pineal gland hormone is melatonin. So uh, it's uh, not to be confused with melanin, uh, the skin pigment thing. Um, this is, simply put, this is the hormone that is special because it its secretion is dictated by light. Uh, researchers have determined that melatonin has two primary functions 
uh, when it comes to our lives as human beings. It helps control uh, our circadian rhythm or biological rhythm, like I said earlier. And it also regulates certain reproductive hormones, like I was talking about, uh, coming to sexual maturity. Some people would say that women have been coming, reaching sexual maturity sooner and sooner and earlier. I think we've all heard that, like, oh, when I was a kid, uh, you know, now it's like these little girls have uh, developed into women much younger Conspiracy theorists may tell you that this is because of the mass uh, inclusion uh, or the inclusion of fluoride in our water supplies and in some foods on a mass scale, um, which has altered the function of the pineal gland, therefore altering the secretion of this hormone, which has made women uh, come into puberty and boys, I imagine, come into puberty earlier. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the the end game there would be. When I when I hear conspiracy theories, I like to think about well, what's the end game? Uh, different people will tell you different things. Uh, one of them is population control. Um, another one would be to turn us all into you know, you know, work slaves. Um, so those seem to be two different uh, competing agendas. Um, if you ask me. One wants to reduce the population of the world, so why would you make uh, the world's population able to reproduce sooner uh, when they are less, quote-unquote, responsible or analytical in the way they think? Doesn't seem to be a good plan, if you were to ask me. Now, if you were trying to create an army, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say an army of idiots, but let's just say an idiot army, because I like the ring to it. If you're trying to create an idiot army who's going to listen to anything you tell them and is only will buy everything you sell them. Um, well, I mean, the more I start describing this, the more I'm starting to like really maybe kind of get on board with the idea that it might be kind of happening. I mean, with the proliferation of reality television, advertising controls everything. Um, ooh, sugar and fluoride and everything. Okay. Maybe we do have a huge army of a, a huge idiot army, um, but uh, just to what to make them more rich? Does it all come back to money? Um, if in fact they have smoked DMT and have seen these interdimensional beings, what is uh, what is the point of just trying to accumulate money after having such a profound experience? doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, having glimpsed that, I can tell you I did not come out of there uh, thinking, okay, now I know how to get people to uh, make me rich. Um, so, a little bit more history about the pineal gland before we wrap this up. Uh, this is probably one of the most famous stories about it. Uh, in the 1990s, a British scientist named Jennifer Luke discovered that fluoride accumulates to strikingly high levels in the pineal gland. Now, while it is not yet known if fluoride accumulation affects pineal gland function, preliminary animal experiments found that fluoride reduced melatonin levels and shortened the time to puberty, like I was saying earlier. Based on this and other evidence, the National Research National Research, the National Research Council has stated that, quote, 
Now, this is the National Research Council. Quoting, I'm quoting here. Fluoride is likely to cause decreased melatonin production and to have other effects on normal pineal function, which in turn could contribute to a ver- variety of effects in humans. End quote. Now, that is a pretty general quote there, but you get it. I think the idea about living and having a healthy diet, a balanced uh, a balanced lifestyle would be that you want your glands and all of your organs functioning as close to normal as possible. I think that's ideal. So to be able to avoid things that are altering those functions, I think is a healthy, is a healthy outlook. Um, Let's see here some more stats about uh, earlier puberty in girls. I don't think we really need to get into that. Um, it just talks about accelerated sexual maturation. Um, you know, so keep in mind um, if you're interested in drinking water that um, is fluoride free, um, that is not, uh, you know, a, a Brita filter is not going to make that happen for you you have to get uh there's like a a, i believe a reverse osmosis osmosis machine um there are water machines called kangen which will um uh get the fluoride out also uh you can change the ph level of the waters you drink which can make it drinking water which can make it a cleaning product all kinds of things those um those water filters uh machines are not necessarily cheap but they are very effective in you know, creating a wide, a wide uh, array of options for just water straight out of the tap that can be used for all kinds of things. So, um, so you know, I guess in summation here, you you have this third eye, which is you know, it's the eye on top of the pyramid. It's we've all seen it. Uh, it is what is most important. For a lot of people, when they when they talk about this, and if you sit and you know just kind of just have a conversation about this, there is an awareness in certain people. Those people seem to be more enlightened. Do you know those people? Have you seen them? Would you say that the third eye has kind of been blasted open? What do they What do they do in their daily lives? What kind of what kind of life are they living uh, as far as are they good role models? But even more basic than that, what kind of lifestyle do they have? That's an interesting thing to think. And, and I guess I really haven't considered in all the interviews I've been doing, I haven't really considered talking to uh, my guests about also, tell me, like, what a normal day for you would be as far as, you know, just diet. Or uh, how do you go about trying to have healthy body, healthy mind? Because you can't just have a healthy mind. Yeah. It, there has to be, it's all together. This is a package deal we've got. And seemingly, um, you know, I slip in and out of awareness of that. Sometimes I forget. And... Uh, when I'm healthier in body, I definitely am healthier in mind and vice versa. 
Um, so it's something to consider, something to consider. I've always felt better about myself, the better I have felt, uh, physically. Um, and when I feel really good mentally, it's easier for me to try to do things to feel good physically. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's the yin and yang of the body. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to make a conscious effort to really decalcify my pineal gland. I know, um, I do some things already, but I could do much better. And, you know, we can see what happens. We can try to make work. Um, we can try to be productive. I can try to be productive in moving forward. You know, I think we can get to certain levels. We can move up and then we kind of can get stagnant at those levels. I think this is a physical way with some easy steps uh, that can help that can help uh, help move up some levels. So um, let me give you this website here. Uh, uh, if you go to humansarefree.com, uh, how to clean up pineal gland. Now, and seven easy steps. Uh, that was uh, the website and the article I was referencing for some of the things to uh, avoid. So also, if you take melatonin at night, um, you know, you're not supposed to take melatonin if you read the bottle for more than two straight weeks. But, and I was always like, who cares? It's melatonin. It helps you. It's supposed to just help you kind of fall asleep. But now having read all of this stuff about melatonin and where it comes from, it actually makes a little more sense. Let's just get that pineal gland cleaned up. You know, get some good sleep and start looking into other dimensions. I can dig that. So, okay. Um, so thanks for listening. This is Ryan Singer. I am reporting to you from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, the place of my physical birth. And uh, I'm going to be on the road this summer, and I look forward to hopefully meeting you and seeing you. Uh, seeing some people out there has been a lot of fun for me. And, you know, I really do appreciate it. Uh, so thank you for coming. And I'd also like to thank uh, anybody who may have discovered the Mindcast recently through the Bob and Tom program. Um, that is... Uh, really cool and I appreciate that as well uh, thanks for coming out to see me at live shows I will be in Peoria, Illinois at the Jukebox Comedy Club June 18th through the 20th and then the whole month of July I'll be on the road all of those dates are available at ryansingercomedy.com I'll be recording a new album at the end of July at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana one of my favorite places to perform I do not have a name for the album quite yet. I'm playing around with a couple different ideas. One of them is Immortal for Now. Another one is The Road Changes a Man. So um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Maybe one of them will come to me as well. Uh, I hope to have maybe some uh, interesting t-shirts possibly uh, to sell on while I'm out there. And I, I might have my last album for sale as well. If you want any kind of merchandise, it's available on RyanSeerandComedy.com. Uh, the rest of uh, if all things me and Paranormal You related are at meandparanormalyou.com. Check out the website. You know, feel free to comment. Send me emails uh, at meandparanormalyou at gmail.com. You can call me at 818-839-0593. Call the mind line. Let me know what's on your mind. Uh, getting a lot of cool messages. Um, appreciate it. Um, I 
dig and enjoy that's the same word probably uh listening to those cool stories i've got some fun things maybe coming up i've got people on the road trying to pull strings for me to get into places to walk around and talk about some things uh, mostly of the haunted variety so uh there could be some interesting field reports uh coming up very soon when i'm on the road and i have any kind of spare time which isn't that much i do like to try to go do something fun if i'm not totally wiped out so uh so we're going to be doing it. Uh, I appreciate it. I'll be in Lake Arrowhead next weekend if you're anywhere close to Lake Arrowhead, California. I'll be doing a live, uh, or it's like an NPR-type program. Anyway, thank you again for listening. Please rate and review on iTunes. Uh, you know, write a review, a couple sentences, if you like the program. I'd appreciate it. It helps us out. And by help us out, I mean my buddy Alex Stein, who is freshly married, I believe, and... Um, I am going to be in Ohio a little bit for about a week longer than I originally anticipated. So I'm reshuffling my schedule. So some of this stuff might be on the fly. Uh, But hey, we're just doing the best we can. That's all we can ask. So uh, exciting news. uh, Making progress on the short film that we shot earlier in the year uh, with my buddy Greg Nichols. And um, I'll be doing more of that tomorrow here in Ohio. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, hopefully more fun things on the horizon. I'm sure there, there will be lots of great things to report in the future because the future is bright because the future is what we make it. Okay. We'll talk soon. See you out there on the astral plane. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.